Huzzah, Rangers! This is Phil Harris here at the Jacks Rangers Show. I am joined with some very, very special guests. It's our friends from Mystic River Rugby. We've got uh, Kane Bub, aka Bubba, as well as Douglas Fife the Third. Dougie Fife is with us. How the hell are you, boys? Yeah, great for yourself, mate. Excellent, excellent. So glad you guys were able to join us. Appreciate you guys very much for coming on here. You're very, very generous with your time. Uh, Bubba, I wanted to start this off with you. You were on the show last year with Mystic Legends, with Buzzy and Mikey uh, Radzinski. But for the Rangers that may have missed that episode, please give us a rundown of your personal and rugby background, please. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, look, it's great to be back. Obviously, you know, we're uh, about halfway through our sort of uh, ARP sort of uh, season here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously, you know, I've been up here in Boston for about 12 years. Mm -hmm. um, originally, as you can tell from the accent of Kiwi, um, you know, came through sort of any age grade, sort of as any Kiwi boy does, playing sort of club rugby in New Zealand. Uh -huh. uh, ended up at Nelson Boys, which is a, you know, pretty prestigious sort of rugby school in New Zealand there. Mm -hmm. um, and then sort of filtered through the grades and then landed here in Boston. Um, yes. And then when I landed here, literally landed here and sort of, you know, reached out and landed with Mystic right away. Mm -hmm. um, and then sort of been with the club ever since, really. And, um, you know, seen the club sort of earn its stripes, you know, be very low, very low level in D1 now to sort of earning national championships and now sort of trying to push in that sort of in-between space between club and that sort of professional area, right. um, era, which is what we're sort of trying to strive and stay in that competitive realm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. It's so glad to see you, you know, involved in this process with Mystic. You are the head coach, of course, for the team um, during this ARP uh, journey here in the, the midway through the season at this point. So um, we'll get a little bit more into that in a moment. But I wanted to uh, talk to the guy to uh, to your left there, Douglas <laughs> Fife, the third. So glad that you were uh, able to join us here, Dougie. This is the first time that we've had a Six Nations try score on the show. So I appreciate you jumping on here. Dougie, before you joined MLR, you played with Scotland in USA Rugby's first and only ever win against a Tier 1 nation down there in Houston. Caitlin and I were at that game. I've actually got a photo that I want to show you here. Here it oh, is. There's no. Caitlin, myself, and her best friend, oh, Tina, no. and her mom uh, there in Houston. It was hot as hell and very, very humid that night. But um, I had some great memories of that game. Um, but you you know, you know, scored right there at the death, and, and Scotland had a chance to, um, I think, win the game with yeah. the conversion, but they missed it. What do you remember about that night? I remember, like you said, it was absolutely roasting. I think it was a it was a really late kickoff as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like Even seven or eight o'clock at night. Yeah. yeah. Even then, we were like struggling from the first whistle of yeah. the heat. Um, USA had a really good team back then. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, so did, Scotland were pretty stacked. Is the a lot of young boys though? The Finn Russell, yeah. Stuart Hogg, everybody was playing, but um, they're a bit younger back then. Right. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Like you said, we managed to get a try in the corner, and then Blair Kinghorn, another young boy, he was probably his, one of his first couple of games, mm -hmm. and I, he had stepped up and missed it, and it's a game we kind of tried to forget in Scotland, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's hard to, uh, sorry for me to avoid it here. Everybody brings it up every couple of months. I got to tell you, man, that, that's one of those big time moments for USA Rugby. Like it's, it's interesting because that team was very, very good. And like you've seen what's happened with USA Rugby since then. It hasn't been great per se. So, you know, they have to figure it out and pick up the pieces and move forward, obviously, because we have the World Cup here in the United States just down the road 
in a couple of years. But yeah, that was a great moment for sure. I think that's my only USA rugby. No, that's not true. I saw them in Canada prior to the 2015 World Cup, but that's the only time that I've seen them on US soil. And it was so cool to, to see you there at the game and, you know, just have that awesome experience. It was humid as hell. I remember in the pregame warmups, I remember Scotland coming back into the tunnel because Caitlin and I were right there in the uh, the tri zone area, just beyond it, and you guys looked like what the fuck? And, like they, you guys were like just amazed at like how humid it was. Like people were shaking their head, like on the Scotland team, like what is happening? I think, so that uh, was really yeah, I think the week before we we're up in Canada, mm-hmm. which was completely yep. different. Different. And we yeah. just flew down there for like I think maybe like four days, probably max, before that game. So yeah, that was a huge shock for us. Yeah, and then we went to Argentina after that, and. Thankfully, got back on the win, so that's good. Very good. Uh, you're one of the Rangers' favorite all-time free jacks. I think that's fair to say. We, we we hear your name constantly popping up, even though you don't play with the free jacks anymore. Like you're kind of a legend in these circles, uh, the Ranger circles and the free jack circles. What is your all-time favorite memory as a free jacks player? Um, well, funny you mentioned that. It probably was. Well, you guys put on for me that um, that last game, I think it was oh, the yes. first season. Yep. yep. Uh, the, the Scottish one, I think. It, <laughs> who did we play? We played um, Atlanta. Atlanta at home. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That oh, was the the first Fort Quincy game, if I'm recalling correctly. Yeah. yeah. How about that? That was awesome. Like, I remember seeing you guys put stuff on the you know, internet, social media about it. But yep. I didn't think it was going to be kickoff. People would actually do it. <laughs> And then as we're driving there, you just see all like the kilts and stuff. Yep. Oh, it's pretty surreal. Yep. And then you get the wind and the fireworks and see all you guys coming out. That's, that's great. That's one I'll never forget for sure. Absolutely, man. We, we all, a bunch of us had, I think a couple of us had the uh, the whole Braveheart uh, makeup yeah. on, like the, the face paint. It was pretty cool. And I remember <laughs> like hanging out with you after the game. And like I was trying to take a photo with you. And it was a, it was a new phone at the time. So I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. So you were very, very patient with me. I remember yeah. that. That was really cool. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that, that was a good time for sure. Yeah, man, I love that. Yeah. I remember I think it's a 20 minute water break as well. Yeah. They yep. on and you guys are on the field, which is just something you're not used to in the UK. Like That's crowd right. on the field. Yeah, <laughs> yep. The whole thing was nuts. That's a great description of how the Free Jacks are very, very community. Like, let's get the fans involved. Like, yeah, that wouldn't happen in other professional settings where there's a water break and the, and the fans are just on the field. Like, if that's happening, something catastrophic has gone wrong, right? But not at the Free Jacks, man, not at Fort Quincy. But I wanted to ask you, Joel Hintz is your cousin. Uh, can yeah. we expect the Bulldog to return to the Free Jacks in 2024? Have you spoken to him recently? I know that the NPC season is about to wrap up. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah, you probably see the jerseys behind me, you know, yeah. the, the two free jacks from this year, are both through him and the team there. But, yeah, obviously, yeah, Hinsey Land, it was great, pretty special to have a family member here on the ground with with us. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, so I actually was talking to him about a day or two days ago, actually, of all things. Everyone knows Hinsey's a bit of a wild man, yeah. loves his hunting, and he goes, Bubba, can I, can I send something to your house? I'm like, yeah, mate, and it's something that goes on some part for refurbishing his gun to go hunting with. I'm like, oh, I've got to ship this to New Zealand. This is going to go real well. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, no, he's obviously going real well down there at Hawke's Bay. They're tracking really well. I've been watching yeah. his games, and obviously Mana's in his team and, um, yep. and Keanu. So those those boys are tracking real well. Um, yeah, sure. but Joel's, you know, Joel's on the radar a little bit with Super right down there right now. Course, um, he yep. loved it. He absolutely adored his time. Him and Becky loved their time up here. So, mm-hmm. You know, he's sort of one of those guys, if, if Super doesn't come knocking on his door, which, you know, I'm hopeful that it does because he deserves sure. a crack at it. 
Yeah. Um, he'll, he'll be back on the grounds up here. So, you know, um, obviously TK is very closely on the ground on the beep, beeper on that one, uh, running it down. Um, yeah. So, you know, uh, yeah, it's just sort of a little bit to, ten, to tinge in on that and where that lands for the young fella. Absolutely. You know, we wish him the best, obviously. You know, Super Rugby would be a great opportunity for him. But if that doesn't come about this year, you know, it, it would be great to have him back at the Free Jacks. It's one of those bittersweet things where you're following these guys' career and they're developing as players. So you want them to play at the highest level, but you also want them to still be a part of the Free Jacks. But, of yeah. course, Super Rugby and, and the, the MLR season conflict, unfortunately. Yeah. So it kind of is what it is. Um but, yeah, would love to have Joel back uh, here. Great personality, great player. Uh, I've never met his girlfriend, Becky, but she was up here um, working on the uh, Davidowitz's farm, and she made the corn maze that uh, Caitlin and I tried a couple weekends back. And we're like, this is so hard that we're just going to quit. Like, it started raining like 20 minutes later, so we made the right choice. We're like, what the hell with this? We're just we're leaving. It was that good. It's a very, very good corn maze, guys. If you haven't done it yet, make sure you check out Crescent Farms in Haverhill, Massachusetts. Uh, tell them Phil sent you. But, uh, Dougie, I wanted to ask you, you were traded down to New Orleans before the start of last season. What was the experience like playing for the Gold in 2023? I, I, I made a couple memes where, like, you were in their jersey and I was, like, throwing up because it was so disgusting <laughs> to see you not in the red, white, and blue. But, you know, what was your experience down there like? Um, you know, it was a pretty awesome experience, to be honest. It's, like, so different to Boston as much as I love Boston. Like, New Orleans had a, a lot of good things as well, one of being, like, the weather obviously i missed the boston winters which you know, <laughs> see rough um just yeah. the, the whole culture is different the food the, yeah. the people everything um i love the you know they have awesome um facilities there as well which is a huge part that i really enjoy with uh with nola you know they, they have the uh, meetings changing rooms gym nice grass pitch everything you, you kind of want as a player nice so that kind of stuff was good obviously I think every rugby club I've been at, the people make it. So uh, mm -hmm. those guys are pretty cool as well. So that, all in all, it was a good experience. Very good. Happy to hear that for sure. But I wanted to ask you, I can't have you on here without asking, is there a possible reunion in the future uh, with the Free Jacks? And is that in the cards at all? I mean, I know that you're up here now. Uh, <laughs> what's, the, what's the situation like with well, that? I know I may be helping out in the um, next couple of weeks with okay. the Sevens in Academy yes. stuff. Yeah, sure. So I'll be uh, down to Quincy there um, in terms of playing. And oh, you never know rugby, you know. So <laughs> obviously, Free Jacks is a, a big part of, uh, of my heart, of course. So sure. I never write it off for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Never say never, folks. It could happen. Yeah. You never, never know for sure. Yeah, that's part of the, yeah, the thing why he's turning out in the Mystic jersey, just to make sure, you know, just test yeah. the waters a bit. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. That blue is very close to the, you know, the navy blue that the Free Jacks rocks. Or, I mean, you know, we'll see what happens, right? Uh, Bubba, Mystic is in the thick of it now with the 2023 American Rugby Premiership. Two wins, one loss, and that one loss just came last weekend in a very, very close game. I think it was down to the wire there, like maybe the last second try for Old Blue to win that game. But give us your overall impressions of the season so far. Yeah, look, you know, it's a you know new season. Obviously, the way out the ARP is obviously the North's really the clubs, which are, you know, with White Plains, Nyack, Old Blue, and ourselves. Sure. Which is, and they're all really strong clubs, which is, which is awesome. Then there's the ARP South with Nola's academy team, sort of, you know, Dougie, a lot of his guys who play in the MLR on that side. Mm -hmm. um, Life University in there, which obviously they've got a bit disjointed with obviously the whole Orlando MLR um, right. process there. So that's sort of, you know, it happened just before the start of the season. 
and because of that, that obviously just changed. Um, then we got the Tennessee um, elite into the league there. They came on late just to fill a void because obviously it was meant to be the Atlanta sort of um, academy team. Yes. But yeah, so the comp's really strong. And the level of rugby each year has gone up and up and up, which has been, you know, which is great. You know, I think that's sort of, you know, there's a real bridge in between sort of just normal clubs, social rugby to performance rugby to the MLR. And that's really what the ARP is pushing to be, is to be that premier sort of, you know, pathway rugby for it. And so for us, it's, it's an awesome place. The level's great. Yep. And, you know, each year you see a different sort of, it's not the same players turning out. And, you know, right. even, you know, for us at Mystic, you know, we've had a really strong recruitment tool, you know, um, you know, with our spring season, you know, sort of somewhat backing off it, a little bit allowing us to focus on it. Um, you know, TC and the Sevens program that Dougie was actually helping coach for us over the summer. Yeah. Uh, we, we have a big sort of college youth system that comes through that. And now we're starting to see dividends with some of those guys are now coming out of college and, and staying in the area to play 15. So we've got some yep. really exciting talent. Um, and, I, you know, mixed in with some of these um, Free Jacks boys, you know, you, uh, which is amazing. You know, mm -hmm. the fact, you know, club rugby is, you know, for us, club rugby will always be club rugby. We don't yep. desire to be anything else. Mm -hmm. um, you, know, we, we, you know, we don't pay our players at Mystic. Everyone, you know, we don't pay any of our top guys. So they're out of goodwill. And so it's really had often turning up. So, you know, what you see there is a real good sort of path of guys who are young, new on the scene, mm -hmm. right up to what, you know, we, luckily we've got Dougie putting on Don in the jersey, putting on the boots, <laughs> all the way through to someone who's played international rugby at the highest level. And you've got everything between, which for a club is unreal, um, really special. And so the development and just creating that pathway and the environment the community around it is something special. And I think, you know, this year's team that Mystic's got, we've got some really exciting talent with, um, you know, a guy named Carson who was with Dallas and Utah. We've got Nolan Buckley, who was a, one of the first draft picks out of UMass Lowell. He went to Dallas, didn't actually play a game because um, he got injured, but he's back in the area and he's actually donning our jersey this year, which he, nice. he, he he's a real talent. I'm really excited about his where he could go. Um, we've got actually a guy who actually played for NOLA, a guy named Billy Stewart, who played Mystic Youth. Okay. Um, and he's been down at NOLA, what, five, six years? Well, I think wow. one of the original players is from uh, Providence. Okay. Um, and he's back in the area with his wife. He's actually he's just doing his fireman uh, papers. Nice. Um, he's come back and he's, he's playing for us. We, you know, I'm hoping that he plays well enough that maybe he might be seen in and out around the Free Jacks environment this season. Nice. But I tell you what, he's a special talent. And then obviously you've got guys like Eagle, Holden, uh, Ethan, <laughs> and uh, we've got something, someone special appearing on our roster this week, which uh, you know, I won't go and reveal the name will come out. But I'm excited to have him amongst our club. So, you know, it's good looking good. You know, we're, we're a two and one. We've got, you know, in the next round, we've got two home games, one away. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, all going well. We're really going to hit our stripes. We're going to click. I can feel it. And when it clicks for us with this, this talent we've got, yep. it's going to be a really special season and, and how we're going to play the game and what the results we're going to get. So, um, you know, we'll see how we, you know, where it finishes. But my, my current feel is that this is going to be something really unique for Mystic local club scene and where, and where we're going with it. Bubba, you got me fired up, man. I'm ready to put on a jersey and play myself. It's been a long time, but, you know, I'm ready to put my boots on and let's see what happens, right, you know? Hey, uh, you might, we always welcome it, mate. And obviously you come out to training, mate. You get to run around with the boys. There's, you know, there's no 
is the great thing about Mystic is we don't divide. So you're literally right. like, we, these guys are training with these guys. You know, they're yeah. running, they're hitting, they're hitting. You know, we, we obviously separate when we need to do our team runs, but everything else is together. So mm -hmm. you know, if anyone else here wants to get a shot on Dougie or something like yeah. that, come on Love down. He's, he's a bit brittle in his old age, but he'll still take them. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, I'd be blowing wind on the sideline. I'll tell you that for sure. But uh, yeah, this is so cool. Like I'm, I, I really am fired up to watch this game this weekend because you know you've got the guys that are on the roster for the Free Jacks, but you got also got these up and coming guys that could make the roster, could be development guys for the Free Jacks, or could be on other rosters in MLR. Like Connor Robinson is a kid that I just look at and just say. Awesome kid from the Boston area, played Mystic his whole life pretty much, went to Boston College, played there, got drafted, or not, excuse me, um, he played with uh, the Free Jacks development squad, then yeah. got traded to Dallas, was, has been on their roster, and he comes back and just, the game that I saw with you guys two weekends ago, like he was, he did fantastic. I think he was yeah. the man of the match for you guys in that game. Just a fantastic player. I really yeah. hope to see him back on a, a Free Jacks roster at some point in the near yeah, future. Yeah, he, he, he's a great kid and he, yeah. his talent, he's gone. He's someone who hit, uh, personally, I don't think he's hit at ceiling. Yeah. Um, you know, he's in the MLR, he's developed, developed. You know, actually, Dallas was a really good place landing spot for him in the last season. Absolutely. He was under the, uh, Argentina scrum coach and what he learned inside that tight five and how he's, he's come back a bit bigger and thicker. Absolutely. But his, his set piece stuff, his throwing is really up there now. And I know, you know, he's, he's a real consideration, real great American talent. You know, obviously there's some real competition at that two spot here at the mm -hmm. three jacks, but yep. you know, across the league, someone like him, he, you know, he, there's always going to be a spot with him. And, and I honestly think, you know, he can even push higher. So he's a big run of money. Yeah. Very encouraging to hear for sure. Like, you know, these kids just need playing time, right? And and this is what the American Rugby's Premiership, it, it does for these young, developing, talented players is they have to play and they should be playing against high competition. And MLR isn't around right now. It's not, it's the off season. So we need these competitions, these pathways to push these guys and help them develop into the best players that they can be. That's why I love this competition. Um, I wanted to ask you, Dougie, we have heard that you've been developing and helping uh, coaching out there with the Mystic Sevens practices, as Bubba was saying, over the summer. But how did the decision come about of joining Mystic um, as a player in this competition? Was it Bubba just kind of like beating, <laughs> your, uh, beating you down about it? Like it's, he was just like a, a erosion, like he's just going to oh. eventually he's going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, no, but also I've been helping a Mystic for a couple of years now, yeah, just years, going out and like just kind of, um, you know, we have so much off time here is give something back to the local game. But yeah, in my last couple of years being out here, it's just between your last game at MLR to your next game, it's it's far too long, I think, right. to just be sitting and just in your own training. So it's great to just get out there and put your boots on again and place. It's like six games, as we say, in the league, really high quality, much. Uh, I'm pretty surprised how good it is, to be honest. Mm. Um, so yeah, no, it keeps you ticking over for sure. That was um, a big one for me. That's great to hear. I mean, you're saying that the competition's pretty good, right? Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, you played you've played in two matches so far from Mystic. I mean, you're just your overall impressions is that it's pretty good competition out there. Yeah, I mean, very physical games. I think. Well, the last two games we played in were during that hurricane, yeah. and then everyone was like a <laughs> yeah. monsoon down in New York. So, pretty forward oriented games, pretty physical. But every team has like one or two MLR players, um, like Bubba said, guys who are on the fringe of these teams. So these guys are playing for a job. So, you know, it's pretty, uh, it is a very 
good, good game to watch and be part of. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that there's MLR, you know, um, not, I wouldn't say scouts, but the guys that are responsible for, you know, filling out rosters, these general managers that are watching these games are paying close attention. So, you know, these kids out there that want shots at MLR, they're going out there and giving it their all every single game, which is very, very awesome to see. Yeah. Um, Bubba, I wanted to ask you, what is it like having a player of Dougie's experience out in practices and games? I mean, like that must be like a coach's dream, right? Right, yeah, Dougie, you know, there's a way, like, you know, Dougie's unreal, you know, and, you know, and, yeah, we've had guys like Seth and all that, and, you know, someone who I haven't mentioned is, you know, Josh Larson's also, even though he's also helping me coach and sort of doing a bit of running and that and rehabbing sort of as you build through. So just having those guys at training is unreal. Um, you know, yeah, you know, I'm relatively new and young to the coaching game. I've obviously been around the game for a long time, and the transition into coaching is, you know, probably – you know, it was probably well, well, should have done it well before I actually did. But, you know, I've, I've learned a lot. And at the club level, the game's very different. And you have to build up a great environment. You know, these guys are truly out there for the love and passion. There's no money in it. And they just love the game. And, it, and it's played at a high level. Yeah, it can get intense. Everyone loves a good combat and intense mm -hmm. game. But as a coach, my view of a club rugby has changed a little bit. You know, I don't need, especially if mystics with these players, I don't need to be a dictator. I don't need to be full on with these guys. What I actually need to do is actually just create the guide rails, allow them to play the rugby that they want to play. Mm -hmm. You know, they're all senior, like, you know, JJ, the, um, we even got two young kids, one guy named Neil, who's actually drafted by Seattle. He's our starting eight, seven. Um, you know, he, he, so he's actually was their draft pick last year. He's landed on our doorstep and his mate. You know, he was an island under 20 player. The input he's having on our side and giving it back, you know, he has a big voice. Everyone on our side has a voice. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's about just guiding, creating the platform, allowing them, building, getting those, you know, the the positive feedback and around it and just, you know, adjusting ourselves to basically play the rugby that those guys on the field want to play. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it, you know, and obviously having guys like Doug and that being able to help drive and create that, it's just next level, and um, yeah. you know, I'm really loving it. It's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's like I said, I think there's something special brewing with this group, and I'm hoping it's something that can move and transition into you know years to come, and hopefully into next coaches as well, because I think it's it's very different versus some how some of the other clubs and what we see, uh, especially in the American environment. For sure. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I just wanted to point out that we've got a. Mystic and Free Jacks legend watching in and commenting, and I haven't been able to get to it until now. Seth, speaking of the is, is here. He's talking about the Red Ghost, which I believe is uh, Harrison Boyle. Get him back up here. We've got Dougie Five proudly sponsored by Popeyes is what he's saying. Hilarious. And uh, what else we got from Seth? Jeez, uh, I'm bricked up after that, Bubba. I think he was talking about when I was ready to you know, put on my boots and come out for Mystic. Uh, great uh, motivational speaker for oh, sure. Bubba, you, you, you definitely like – you can easily get people fired up. I mean, your passion comes through for the game. For sure. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, he's um, a great boy. And, he, you know, he to this day, he still watches the Mystic film and gives us feedback, which is unreal. Love yeah, that. He still talks. And, yeah, he's still – yeah, he's another one. You know, maybe we can get him back in a free jack jersey. That'd had be great. And TK. You know, <laughs> I think he's got another year with the Reds. But, you know, new baby, you know, might need a bit of a time overseas. He could be someone, sure. you know, might need to tap the shoulder on Absolutely. I mean, I'm sure there's uh, room on the roster for a guy that plays super rugby. Like, why not? Come on yeah, exactly. back, you know, exactly. for sure.
great player. Mm-hmm. Uh, question for both of you. There's, I, th- I think you kind of covered it a little bit, Bubba. So I kind of want to hear from Dougie about this one. There's a couple, you know, you know, free jacks and former free jacks on this Mystic roster, but who are some of the other Mystic players that we could see in the red, white, and blue down the line? Like, who's impressed you in practice that you're like, okay, this kid, you know, is not on the free jacks or not on MLR right now, but like, they're going to be somebody. I think the guys you mentioned, obviously Neil, um, eight seven Irish boy, mm-hmm. he, he's impressed me uh you've got wingers like devin short he's okay electric honestly this guy if he gets a meter he's gone um billy again he's he's obviously played mlr before um yeah. got plenty of experience you can see him honestly putting a pin a jersey on for our free jacks as well yeah. love there's, it there's a lot I, the starting 15 honestly there's a majority of them i, I would say are got the, the chance to be to be at a level Excellent. That, that, it's very, very, that's what I listen to guys. I'm trying to tell you, you need to come to a mystic game and see these guys play in this schedule. Like come out to the game against white plains this weekend. It's two 30 kickoff. Uh, it's in Malden. What's the name of the uh, park? Pine banks, P- pine banks park. Yeah. Come out to the game. You will not regret it. This is your uncle Phil talking right now. You're not, yeah. not going to steer you wrong. Come yeah. out to a mystic game. You have to come see this stuff because it's really, really cool. Um, so white plains, um, at home this weekend. What has been the preparation like so far this week, and what can we expect this Saturday? Anybody yeah. who wants to take this one, yeah. Yeah, oh, you one, you go fourth. Uh, well, <laughs> I uh, we've obviously played them before this year. This yep. is the first game of the season. I wasn't playing sadly, but I seen the uh, the footage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was kind of game of two halves, really. Yeah. It was our forwards put a real good job on us, and uh, a lot of like. A lot of similarities to Fijas game actually. A lot of great kick chase, really put them under pressure. Mm-hmm. They've got a lot of like flair Fijians in their squads, so um, you know they'll run from anywhere. But we just got to play smart. Um, we've seen a few things from the last couple of games that we can really kind of just just get a bit better, just get smart, get in our rhythm, and mainly think about us. To be honest, we've seen we've seen what they can do. But uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Excellent. Bubby, you got anything to add on that one? No, he's, he's pretty much not. Firstly, we'd like a day where it's not a hurricane or a monsoon. That'd be nice. That'd be good. Dry footy and unwindy. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, our prep, you know, it's unique. You know, like I said, we don't really change much. Club rugby is us, so we still only do Tuesday and Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so, you know, we do have limited prep on what you can do and putting in stall and new stuff in. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for the second round, we have done that. Um, we've been pretty inaccurate with our play in the first three weeks. So we're looking to play really increase our accuracy, and we've got a couple of special plays, a couple of uh, you know one of Scotty's specials and a couple of Martos' specials, to, you know, up our sleeve. That hopefully, if we get the right look on the field, you might see something out there that you might have seen in a Free Jacks game in the Love it. past life. So you know, we're always trying to add something a little bit unique in there just to keep the players engaged and let them have some fun with ball in hand. Sure. I mean, I think that's important, right? It's like the, the synergy between the Free Jacks and what they want to do strategically and tactically, you know, that, that like, you know, trickling down to Mystic. So you got these guys kind of understanding what could take place if they do get the call up, like yeah. being in that environment, you know, that sort of stuff is important. So it's very, very cool that you guys kind of run a couple of those little trick plays, wink, wink type stuff uh, <laughs> the Free Jacks like to do. So, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I'm going to open the floor to both of you to speak directly to the Rangers, the Free Jacks fans out there, the loyal listeners to this show. What do you have to say to them? Well, 
first of all, like I just want to say, I don't think I've really had a chance to say thanks for the last couple of years, um, especially that that um, when we talked about the start, the kind of the kilts and things. And even when I came back and played against um, the Free Jacks, I, I didn't really know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the crowd was awesome again. And I remember going down the tunnel after the game and everybody was just like chanting away. So, yep. yeah, thanks. Um, like I said, not had the chance, but yeah, appreciate everything. And then sure, I see you guys tons down the years. Absolutely. Yeah, no, they're, they're doing an unreal job, right? They, um, yeah, I remember you at that home game, they were really behind you. Yeah. I think you're the only ever player that's played on the, the, the veterans here that they've cheered on the opposition. <laughs> right, yeah. 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 <laughs> a bit wrong, but yeah, no, dude, the, the Free Jack Rangers and the supporters are unreal, you know. Yeah, luckily, you know, I've been pretty close with it for the last couple of years and, mm-hmm. you know, watch it build up. But, you know, I've been under some of the away games with you guys, Washington, especially yeah. Chicago with the final. Yep. Yeah, what these people do, you know, spend out of their own back pocket, you know, just out there for the love and passion of it. For it's sure. something really unique. And I know, you know, I know, you know, luckily I get to see the other side of it, like see both sides of it, um, you know, but, you know, being inside the tunnel, you know, with the boys, you know, they really appreciate it. And they, they, a lot of the foreign boys struggle to understand it a little bit because <laughs> they go, how are they so passionate traveling doing this? Yep. You know, when, you know, that's not something they're used to, um, yep. you know what I mean? You get it on the international level, but at, those, at some of those provincial club levels, you just don't see it. Right. And so it's really unique, and they, but they love it. It's absolutely so, you know, my view is just don't stop, you know, keep pushing it, keep growing it. It's something very unique in the league. I think you've got, you know, you're really showing how you can actually support and back a team with a different flavour and, and a presence. And I think what it does to the players is, you know, unreal in the organisation. I think, you know, if you spoke to any of them and they gave you an honest view, you know, at first they're a little bit guarded about it because they're yeah, a little bit, oh, what, what is this? We're not used to this. And then by right. the end of the season, their view is they're totally bought in and absolutely love with it. So Hell yeah. you know, it's a great, great thing that you've got going on and just, you know, keep pushing it, keep developing it. And, you know, you, know, you got, you know, I'll, you know, I'm one of them, so you know we won't stop. Hopefully, we get to go go back out to another final in the next season. Hell yeah! I've always enjoyed hanging out with you, Bubs, especially at the away games. Uh, I remember that one at New York. Like we were kind of uh, standing next to each other, and like you were kind of breaking stuff down. I was like, "Oh, this is interesting." I love you know listening to you uh, in real time. You know, checking out the tactics and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I always thought that was very valuable, and I appreciate that very much, Dougie. Like you're a legend, man. Like you know, you're a Free Jacks legend. Like you're on the Mount Rushmore, if you will, <laughs> of the Free Jacks players up until this point. So I really, really appreciate you joining us. And and again, uh, Bubs, you. You're fantastic, man. I appreciate you so much. We're going to say one word to exit this video, and hopefully I'll see all of y'all at 2.30 on Saturday against uh, White Plains. Come out and support the Mystic Boys. I've got one word in three, two, one. Huzzah!